Are you longing to deepen your relationship with God? Can you imagine what a life of living in heaven on earth would be like? If any of this is resonating with you, keep listening. Welcome to the Glory Invasion Podcast, where we discuss how to naturally live supernatural. This is your host, Shay Griffith, and I am so excited that you made the decision to invest in yourself and join me on this journey of diving deeper into Glory Realm. What is up, Glory Releasers? Welcome into the Glory and Power Portal. Okay. (laughs) Hallelujah. Where we discuss all things supernatural. This is your host, spiritual growth coach, Shay Griffith, and my co-host, spiritual life coach, Raquel Wright. And we are so excited to have you with us today for another episode of the Glory Invasion podcast. If you could do us a favor and stop what you're doing right now, don't turn this off, but if you could just take a moment and just share this, share this, Uh, text somebody, get on your social media platform, share the link, and just invite somebody into Uh, this powerful, anointed, glorious time that we are going to have today. Hallelujah. The glory is so fun. Don't you think so? It is. It's enough to go around for everybody. Yes, it is. Don't be stingy. You know, um, I even want to encourage you all, you know, maybe uh, you can get together with some friends or some other glory releasers and glory carriers and just listen to this together mm-hmm. and just stir each other up glory to god hallelujah there's just so many amazing things um that you can do in the glory god is just fun he's just fun i think our christianity for some is just so boring which i don't understand that at no all. the devil is alive <laughs> I've been doing this for 18 years. I don't think I ever stuck with nothing for 18 years but the glory. Yeah, taking care of my kids. Well, she ain't quite 18 yet, my oldest. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, so let's get into this. So um, last week, we talked about why we need the glory. Why we need the glory. So we are in week three. Yep. Um, So if you have missed any episodes, uh, you can always go back. All the episodes will be on here. We encourage you to um, catch up with anything you've missed because we we're going on a journey here. So we want to be sure that um, we're all on the same page. You know, so when you get on here, when you push play, understand that you are not just listening to another podcast or getting more information Um, But you are entering into a place. Yes. You're entering into a place. Um, We saturate this with with prayer. We saturate this in worship. 
um, and just with the presence of God. And so understand that, that you're entering into a, a realm, a portal. Yes, Lord. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we talked about why we need the glory. And um, we talked a little bit about um, Haggai. We came out of the book of Haggai and talked about uh, the rebuilding of the temple. If you're not familiar with the story, then I encourage you to go read uh, the book of Haggai or Haggai, depending on where you're from. I'm a Southern belle. Um, but um, it's only like, what, two chapters. So yeah, um, so that you know what we're talking about here. But just a quick overview, uh, the people of God, uh, we're rebuilding the temple, and the part that we really focused on was um, the prophecy that was given that the glory of the latter house or the new temple would be greater than the former glory, which was the old temple. And so, um, you know, we just just talked a little bit about really why does it matter that we have the glory? You know, um, we feel it's important to understand it, that you understand our why behind our what, as I always like to say, you know, why are we even doing this podcast? The goal and result is to really, you know, we got three pillars, impartation, activation, demonstration. The end result is we want you to demonstrate, um, and release the power and glory of God. Um, and there is a difference between power and glory. That's my little teacher preacher thing kicking in <laughs> as an episode for another time. But um, that's what that's what our desire is. And so we just kind of wanted to, to lay a little bit of foundation of why did we choose this topic? Why is this podcast even named Glory? invasion it was not just a catchy name but it was you know very very prophetic but anyway if you just listen to week two you'll get all that but anyway we this week um we're just feeling unction to uh just kind of flow and build upon last week and we um want to talk about the great tension or actually uh the title of this podcast is uh the generational tension the generational tension um and we're still in the book of Haggai but we're um actually in Ezra these stories actually coincide um and the scripture says in Ezra 3 and 12, let me just read this to you. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to turn it over to Coach Prophetess Raquel in a moment. But I just want to read this to you. It says, uh, but many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had been, who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple foundation. The others, however, were shouting for joy. Um, and then verse 13 says, The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that, that could be heard far 
in the distance. And that's out of the NLT translation. So we touched on this a little bit last week, how um, as the new temple was being built, um, there was a, a mourning happening with the older generation. They were grieving um, the loss, essentially, of the old temple as they were watching the new temple um, come up. Because, see, the new temple was not as uh, grander uh, as the former temple. It didn't have as, as many embellishments or whistles and bells. Um, and so they were just grieving uh, the, the loss of what they were used to and accustomed to. But then you had the um, younger generation, they were excited. They were rejoicing. And the Bible talks about how um, you couldn't even distinguish the difference between the uh, weeping and the rejoicing. And so that thing was like really just like um, getting our attention, really just being uh, highlighted to us as we were just praying and discussing uh, where to go this week. And so um, so we want to just talk a little bit today about that, about the generational tension. So I'm actually going to turn it over to the woman of God to kind of um, just share what's on her heart. And um, then I'll um, just pick it up from there. Thank you very much. So as Coach Shay said, we are coming out of Ezra 3 as we are building upon um, Haggai 1 and 2 from last week. So in this text, we're coming to a point where um, the fall season is approaching and the new temple is being um, reestablished. Worship is being reestablished. Um, from the Jews that were in captivity, that were in slavery, and now they have been released, and God is calling them back to a place of worship and reestablishing gathering and reestablishing building his house, um, building um, upon the new glory that he wants to perform. And there was a generational tension that was happening, even as according to the standards and um, the laws of Moses and um, the things and the feasts that and the holiday, holy days that the word and the Lord had established. They began to build this new temple according to all those metrons, to all of those um to, to all of those measurements according to the word and the will of God set by the men of God and the forefathers before them. And they were appointing Levites um, and setting up um, the younger men, 20 and older, to now carry out um, the works and the service of the new temple. And the new foundation was being laid and there was a tension, as the woman of God spoke about, between the old and the new, the older generation and the younger generation who's now appointed to carry out um, the next phase of glory that God wants to perform, even as in Haggai, um, the, you know, the, the latter glory shall be greater than the former glory. And then um, the word also says that he'll take us from glory to glory. So, and because this temple 
Uh, it, it felt like a loss, I believe, because the older generation failed to see the building upon, the stretching, mm-hmm. the increase, the the uh, the multiplication, like the adding on to um, where they were seeing subtraction, and I think that contributed to their weeping. I think. Um, Perhaps they they didn't have a confidence um, in this new generation who was assigned and appointed by God. But I just want to encourage uh, first the younger generation, let no man despise your youth. I believe we are in the season, even as symbolically, um, you know, we're going into the fall season and we it's not by chance that we're visiting um, th- this passage where it has to do with this all happened around like right before September, um, according to our month. So it, it's not coincidence that God has us here. I think the 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 greater um the 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 greater of the tension is, is starting to break. And I really believe that we're in a time and season in the body of Christ in the earth, um, in, in this spiritual um, you know, a uh, uh, war that we're in in this in this spiritual contrast that we're in is something manifesting in the earth, and there is a changing of the guards, and there is a shifting of assignments, and there are batons being passed, and it's time for the next leg to take the baton and take this thing to a new level of glory, according to things that were formerly spoken, the thing according to words that the, the former uh, prophets have have declared is now time for manifestation and even the older generation you know the scripture talks about how the older man uh, the older generation is wise and the younger is strong and there is a necessity for wisdom and strength to come together for us to experience um optimal results in the glory so just to encourage the older generation it's okay to yield it's okay to rest uh rest is not just an idea rest is not just a concept rest is a commandment which made the top 10 glory be to god so it's all right to um uh, uh take a position behind this next generation and 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 guide them and and lead them into um perfection and and help to mold them to carry out the assignment of glory that's on this next generation's life you know uh, uh sadly you sometimes you get a generation that um holds on so tightly and refuses to relinquish um leadership and and they end up um ineffective in a way that they die with the assignment still in them and the work still in them. And they, they haven't raised anybody up and they haven't passed the baton and they haven't, you know, um, they haven't allowed the Lord to allow them to see further or or to even sit and hear the next generation speak about what God is showing them because they're so fixated on their assignment and what they're supposed to be doing, what they were called to do. And um, sadly, you, you know, this thing is about God, uh, uh, timing. God is about timing. He is about doing things decently and in order. He He's timely. Um, and, and I believe that these generational tensions and these gaps will need to be relinquished by by much prayer coming together with both generations coming together in prayer both generations hearing one another's um 
uh, point and stance because we all know in part and we prophesy in part mm -hmm. and as we incorporate one another and we hear the heart of God uh, from the stance of every piece that God has given us, we'll all begin to see a bigger picture. So the generation, um, they wept. The older generation wept as they saw the new foundation being laid. And the younger generation rejoiced because finally their time had come. Finally, what they had seen and what they had heard and, and what they had wept about and what they waited for, there was a time for manifestation and working. So we just bless God for his timeliness and what he's doing in this season in the earth and the new leadership that he's raising up and those who who are the, uh, the, the last are now uh, coming to the forefront of their being first and not necessarily um, the first who were last. It's not that there is no assignment for um, where you are chronologically in the order of what God is doing. We all still have purpose. We all still have an assignment. And, and, and let me put this out there. Um, the younger generation, they, they, they could have been building uh, golden calves to worship uh, idols. They, they could have been, you know, uh, let's put it in modern terms. They could have been building another trap house. I'm talking good. I, that's, that got me excited. They, they, listen, glory be to God. They, they could have been preparing themselves uh, to sell dope or they could have been preparing themselves to be pedophiles or to set up drug rings or sex rings. But look, they were building the church. They were building the temple. They were building the place of worship um, to, the, to the best of the ability that God had given them. And yeah, they're young and sure they, they, they may make some mistakes and, and they're going to miss it. Glory be to God, but but don't don't leave them abandoned because it, it's the time, right? They, they could have been worshiping Asheroth. They could have been uh, trying to build a temple to the stars to worship false gods. Mm -hmm. It was built unto the Lord. So if you got a generation that's willing to build unto the Lord, to worship the Lord, to, to lay prostrate before the Lord, to do the work of the Lord in the church, in the earth, in their generation, that ought to be something to clap for. That ought to be something to praise. Yes. I know I'm talking good. Yes. That ought to be something to be excited for, that you don't have 20 and 25-year-olds that's facing and the judge, glory be to God, for a life sentence for something that Come they've on. done, but they're ready to offer up their life yes. by God in the temple of God, in the church of God, in, the, in, the, God. in the Lord's house, in the Lord's church. They try to do it in the Lord's <laughs> church. So let let that let that be an encouragement. There's a generation that's called, and yeah, they're young and. You know, the baton is time to be passed for them to put their, their hands to the work of the Lord. But it could be worse. It could be worse. It, it could be worse. Yes. Like, it, 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 we, we need leaders more than we ever need. And we need all hands on deck mm -hmm. more than we, never, than we ever needed. And, and if we've got willing hands and, and willing and called, capable, appointed vessels that God have chosen, you know, let, let's try to relinquish some of this tension between the generations and the new glory that, that, that we're assigned to carry out. But I believe that, you know, the worst of the tension is breaking, mm -hmm, even as mm -hmm, we see, mm -hmm. um, you know, these transitions and these shifts, you know, we've seen a lot of generals, um, mm -hmm. you know, of their time, they're not going on. Their mantles laying all all in the earth. There are assignments lying all in the earth. There are there are works to be done, good works that have been appointed to be done, laying all in the earth. Let it be so. Um, 
rejoice with those who rejoice. That's what the scripture says. The older generation mm-hmm. failed to rejoice with the new generation. Listen, some some young folks didn't even make it to the call. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Come on, could be worse. Some 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 young folks um uh crumbled under the pressures of 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 waiting. They may have went back to sin. Um, death may have met them early. Um, they, 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 they quit and left the church and left the work and left the assignment that's on the family. Listen, there, there's a generation that rejoice with them that rejoice if they made it survive and arrive to the timing of the work they didn't throw in the towel they didn't they didn't fatigue didn't take them out in weariness Mm -hmm. didn't take them out don't be weary and well-doing yes and if you faint not then you'll reap fainting met met some young folks Mm -hmm. and they didn't even make they didn't even make it to the land of the foundation of the temple uh, um to even get to the to the next level of glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they suffocate under the pressure of life and the pressure of, of former leadership. Don't nobody want me to talk good. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell it you like walking. I know it, though. You, you see, so so don't don't contribute to the suffocating, oh, God, of the next generation's worship. Don't you be the next generation's python. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm gonna give up the mic because I think I'm, I'm working real good right now. But yeah, we're we're in that season where I believe the worst of the tension yes. is is lightning, and and there's a way for for this next generation to walk into the glory that that we've been ordained to walk into, and just to admonish. No, we're not overlooking. No, we're not overstepping. No, we're not rejecting. Um, the the former temple or or the older generation that 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 was a part and a, and a portion we're just building upon we're just adding to, um, and there is an honorable generation that understands the building upon and adding to and the in addition to what God has done um, the the build up to this to this next level of greater glory so yeah get ready be encouraged all generations both the young and the old let's work together let's all play our part in um this 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 former glory uh i mean in this um latter glory and, and what god wants to do on the earth because it's desperately needed for all of humanity and mankind yes 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 i so agree with everything that you are saying um, oh my God, just so many rich, rich nuggets in there. You know, one thing that we we have to be careful of, and it really, it doesn't matter um, which generation you fall in, but we got to be really careful of getting stuck in a experience and an uh, encounter um, in a former glory. Uh, what do I mean by that? What I what I mean is, you know, we all um, have these experiences and these encounters with the Lord that mark us, and uh, I can't wait to for us to be able to share some of our really significant encounters um, that we have had with the Lord. But you know, we have these encounters that, that radically mark us, and what happens a lot of times is that some people they get stuck there um and they don't know how to move on and like not necessarily a moving away from but a building a building upon 
um, those encounters because every encounter that we have, like woman of God just said, um, we are called to go from glory to glory, right? Not ever be stuck or complacent or stagnant in a former experience, you know? So let me just share an example with you. Um, let's say, you know, you had an encounter with God where 15 years ago, you know, you, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. We'll just use that as that example. You were baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And that is a wonderful experience, powerful, life-changing experience. And we should rejoice, you know, over that experience. But if here it is 15 years later, like that is the greatest experience that you've had with God, um, yet you, you have a hard time um, receiving anything else that God may want to do supernaturally. Um, that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, I've heard, and this might upset some religious folks, you know, but I've heard some people put so much emphasis on, you know, the, the manifestation of tongues. And now listen, I believe in tongues. I'm a, I'm a tongue talking, Holy Ghost, fire filled woman of God. Um, but so many times there's such emphasis on that manifestation. And it's just like if um, the Lord, if Holy Spirit wants to manifest himself in a different way uh, beyond what you are used to or beyond what you have experienced and you have a resistance to that, that that means that you're stuck in a former glory. Come on here. Mm hmm. Yeah. You're stuck in a former glory. You know, the manifestation of tongues, baptism of the Holy Spirit, it is that is like a gateway. You know, one day we'll do a whole series on tongues. We don't have time to get into that um, today because we are coming to the close um, of our show. But that is a gateway okay, into the supernatural, into greater things in God. And so I've seen that happen. It's really sad um, where, like right now, there's this thing going on where people that uh, experience the, the power of God and the glory of God in a way that causes them to like tremble or convulse or like fall out, um, there are Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, tongue talking, oil slanging people come on, come on. <laughs> that are saying, oh, that's a Kundalini spirit. And first of all, I believe the majority of people just running around talking like that, they don't even really know what a Kundalini spirit is. People just have a tendency to repeat stuff they hear or just in ignorance. But you know, we got to be careful with that. The Bible even talks about, you know, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we get real on the, the, the edge and verge of that because of something we do not understand. My God. And we tend to have these cultures. That's one thing about church. Um, we've got all these different um, 
denominations and movements and branch offs. And it's, it's crazy to me because, you know, how there can be a movement, a legit move of God, but then that movement division can kick in. And then you got a bunch of branches from that movement and then more division kicks in and then you got more branches. And so you've got all this just chaos. Um, and a lot of that is stemming from people being basic, basically um, stuck in their ways. Yeah. They're stuck in their ways and they are comfortable with what they know. They are comfortable with what is familiar to them. You know, and I understand, you know, and again, this is not limited to just, you know, age and generation. I believe any and all generations can be in danger um, of falling into this, you know, but, um, you know, I, I get that, you know, uh, coming from a particular background or movement or de denomination and not seeing and being exposed to certain uh, moves of God or certain manifestations of God and then you know coming into exposure to something different um, and, and me not understanding it you know there were some things I had to kind of like sift and sort through like okay well God is this you you know what is this exactly and it's okay I'm not saying we just go for any and everything um, because there are some um, there is deception out there and we understand all that. But let me tell you, if you are a saint of God and you got the Holy Ghost, you know, you shouldn't be running around looking for a demon behind every bush. If we're always looking for uh, demons and devils and, you know, and stuff like that, like you, you have a very broke um, Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Come on is is impaired okay your christian walk is severely impaired because we're not called to be looking for demons and devils all the time you know what about if we spent more time um looking for heaven hey oh come on I just felt a quickening on that. Watch what if we it. spent more time looking for heaven, looking for God? Hallelujah. The Bible says, uh -oh. if I was in church, come on, Bible. I would say, tell your neighbor, the Bible says, <laughs> <laughs> listen, that we are seated in heavenly places, yes. heavenly places. Thank and that, you. that phrase means we're seated in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So, you know, um, and I love the way the mirror translation says it, that, um, you know, we are to engage our thoughts with throne room realities. Watch it. All now. right. So if you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus and you're engaging um, God, then you are going to experience heaven. Come on. you. We believe in, in heaven on earth. Yeah, that's what we believe in walking in heaven on earth, you know, and so if you um, are walking in deep intimacy with the Holy Spirit, he's not going to let you be deceived. Sometimes we deceive ourselves. Yeah, we deceive ourselves. Sometimes it's not the devil is you have deceived your own self because you are closed minded. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. And so uh, I believe we're going to have to do a part two. Uh, of this for sure because there's so much more that can be said 
um, about this, but um, I do, you know, just want to to end with this. Um, it's important to get an understanding. The scripture says, "In all that I get, and get an understanding." And even as um, Coach Raquel was talking, you know, what I was hearing was there has to be a reasoning together. There has to be a reasoning together between generations because, you know, you do have older generations looking at what some of the younger generations are doing and and think that it's demonic and it's not God and think, oh, you know, God. that they're accusing them of being, you know, under the influence of some other spirit. But then you also have younger generation generations that shut themselves off from the wisdom of older generations and like no we need their stories we need their testimonies come on somebody yes let me tell you something um and i think i mentioned this on the last podcast or maybe two podcasts ago um i am a revival like junkie (laughs) i just love 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 studying Um, about the historic and former moves of God. Really, I mean, that that has contributed to where I am now and what I'm walking in now um, because I knew how to honor um, what happened in the former generations, you know. So there has to be a reasoning together and a partnering together, you know, and to get an understanding um, and I believe as there is a, a coming together, emerging, um, learning how to li- I believe the woman of God said that just learning how to listen to one another that like we could just take this world by storm. You know, we can we can go and we can invade the earth, you know, with the glory of God, you know, so we pray that you are encouraged today. Uh, again, uh, we will have to do a part two on this because we don't want to make this really long. So, so much uh, to say, but we'll save it for the next episode. Thank you for joining the show uh, today. And again, please make sure to share this with someone. If you are not following this podcast or subscribe, make sure to follow and subscribe to this so that you don't miss an episode. We love you and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and week. Thank you for joining us for today's show. We hope that you've been empowered and encouraged so that you don't miss an episode. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Glory Invasion with Shay Griffith podcast. For more resources to help you in your spiritual growth journey, join our Glory Invasion Facebook group. We look forward to going and growing from one dimension of glory to the next with you.